0: can barely well, walk, I got hit with this sledgehammer. Weapons are not only welcome they're
1: allowed. Basketballs don't hold grudges. What's going on guys? Welcome to Ruben in Rome Wrestling Podcast. It is June 2nd of 2019. Holy crap, holy shit, holy balls. It is June. It's hot on this Sunday afternoon. You could be at the beach, you know, drinking a cold one, but you're here. Listen to us. So we thank you.
0: You're drinking right. cold one here, right? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes, you got you, you got to. It's it's a standard operating procedure. <laughs> you got to. Uh, and I have, of course, you know, you, you can't you can't have the podcast with just one half. You got to have two halves coming together, and a good friend, and one half of the Room and Wrong podcast, Rome himself. What's up, man?
0: Yo, Ruben, my man, what's going on, dude? Chilling, man. It is. Happy Sunday, man. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday <laughs> happy to everyone listening to this. Just like you said, man, we're in June. Sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> Single de Mayo was yesterday.
1: Yes, it was. Like, it was holy like crap. Dude. Oh, man. It's uh, The weather's getting warmer. We are, you know, creeping closer and closer to summer. And, and like I
0: was on sundresses, but yeah, continue.
1: Yes. Oh, oh, of course. <laughs> like, Hey, with, with, uh, the nice summer weather, like, you know, we're still in spring, but as we get closer and closer to summer, like we see, we will see a lot more sundresses. We will see, you know, less and less clothing because Hey, it ain't cold no more. You know, we're, you know, hibernating season is over. So yep. we can, we can come out. All the
0: beers can come out now, including oh, yeah. myself. I'm
1: not precarious, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, guys, for everyone listening, thank you all oh so much, very much, you know, to tuning in, listening every day whenever I upload new content and subscriptions, uh, rates, and reviews really help so if you could be so kind lovely lovely beautiful people listen to this go yes. on uh itunes uh stitcher tune in spotify comment leave a rating i'm not saying this to put a far star rating. no like i want your honest uh critique any improvements anything i could do better uh anything you like topics what have you uh ratings and and, uh, and comments and subscriptions will be appreciated and, and it's to grow this uh podcast series not to just listen to this but the other shows i have yes uh table for one which is my solo show the roundtable our monthly uh roundtable style show with With uh, this man here uh, joining me, Roland himself, and Agent Neil. And occasionally I will flip it a little bit where I have uh, other people on. I'm still working on that in the future. But please, guys, 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 and girls, definitely leave a a review, comment, and please subscribe. Mm -hmm. You can listen to this on, like I mentioned, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And with that being said, many thanks, many thanks, and let's get on with uh, this podcast. So, ooh, a lot has happened since uh, our last podcast, and we, you know, not trying to do a show every single every single uh, day or you know, wrestling related. Because there's just so many wrestling podcasts out there. And shouts out to... So much wrestling and Yes, so much wrestling and so much wrestling podcasts to, to match. So it's, it's you know, again, a twofer. Uh, but I want to make sure that we're just not regurgitating and just going, you know, play by numbers. Like, I want to provide y'all with awesome content. But we have... NXT TakeOver twenty five, the twenty-fifth takeover, uh last night. Mm-hmm. We also had Double or Nothing, AEW's uh premiere uh pay per view and also their announcement of their T V deal. So this October it will be on uh TNN. Like this this is like I'm happy like, I talked about this, Rome has talked about this. I'm so excited that we're gonna have a, another wrestling company on t v but of course we have our concerns we have our our you know our wait and see attitude we can't just uh bet all the chips we we had to have that wait and see approach but at the same time you know rightfully so have you know our critiques and 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 give our criticism because. Without that, we won't. We, we, you know, they won't get on us, and they, mm-hmm. they, and we, as wrestling fans, we had to bring it straight.
0: Yeah, it's okay to be optimistic, but at the same time, we have to be. Uh, we, we can't fool ourselves. We can't, uh, as I say, work ourselves into a shoot. Uh, and as a wrestling term, but uh, yeah, we, we you, you know you gotta you you have to be optimistic, but you have to just know that you know anything can happen. You can't just immediately throw your eggs into one basket.
1: Yeah, so I agree. Like we 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 need to have uh, not only that wait and see attitude, but you know give things a chance. We, yeah. we can't you know we can't just have. Uh, we can't just bet our, our chips in, and we can't be we can't be too harsh, but we have to be fair and honest. We have to be fair and balanced, no bias here, and we we want the best. Mm-hmm. Like you you and I also are our friends at a at the uh, hyperbolic shirt company. <laughs> Shouts out yeah. to. Shouts out to Silly Uni, uh, Super Freak, Cosmic Kaiser, and Bevin. Uh, we are really into wrestling. We love wrestling. We love the, the art, storytelling, the, the grandeur, the pageantry, all that stuff. Yeah. And we we want. There's so much wrestling out there, but the only one in town, the the only big game in town that has a TV deal, and you know all this reaches, you know. WWE, so we we need uh, an alternative, yep. especially one that's on TV, and we we want the best, but at the same time, we can't just sip the Kool-Aid. You know, we, we really can't, and I hope as the months go by, you know, summer is right around the corner, so we're going to have events in, you know, I think we had one in June, then in, in August, I believe, with are uh, all-out. Yep, you know, all out and you know star there's,
0: castle There's an event yeah. I think, in July as well, if I'm not mistaken. I think there's like a smaller event in July where uh, John Moxley will be making his debut. Because a lot of people think it's gonna be at All Out, which is in August. But yeah. I remember hearing something about an event in, in uh either the end of June or early July. But it's like it's not as it's not gonna be as uh, grandiose as uh, as All Out. I'll say that.
1: Yeah, this is a little little scaled down event, but. We will definitely you'll definitely see the likes of uh John Moxley and yeah. and he'll have his debut. And speaking of John Moxley, his shoot style interview is kinda of like it is, you know, just burying uh WWE creative and Vincent Man and just all the hokey shit that he had to deal with, just getting his ideas, getting his you know, just trying to, you know, do what he loves best, which is just wrestling. He's a professional wrestler. And, you know, just he even acknowledged uh, Wacky Dean and all these just just the nonsense that he had to go through just to yeah. just with lines, just with promos and and more. And uh, yeah. And he he's liberated. Like You, you hear him. You've seen him. You know he was on fire when he debuted at at the end of Double or Nothing, mm-hmm. and on his podcast, on his podcast he, you know, he just told it like it is. So we'll be talking about NXT Double or Nothing and the uh, the interview he had with Chris Jericho on his podcast. Yeah, John Moxley, and also. If we got time, we will cover uh, Sweet Saudi Money 3D, uh WWE Super Showdown uh in Jeddah. You know, like we we don't know where where Jeddah is because you know it's you know secret. Well, yeah, so we know Jeddah could could just be
0: like you know in the backyard or something of uh, it. It could be the the remnants of um of the WCW headquarters in Atlanta. For all we know.
1: I, I can I can definitely see that. I can buy into that. Yeah, I can definitely buy into that. Yeah. So we we don't know where where Jetta is, and you know, for obviously we know why, but WWE thinks that we don't, and, and and that's the thing. They have such an affinity to insult our intelligence. They they just have this thing where they have to. Put their hands have their their, their mitts on everything, mm. have their fingerprints on everything, and also to insult our intelligence as fans like they think that they know what's best for us, and again, when you listen to uh John Moxley, formerly Dean Ambrose on talkers Jericho, and all the stuff that me and you talk about, uh, the guys at the hyperbolic shirt company talk about. Yeah, it's it's like he was basically confirming what we speculated. And someone has been there for as long as he had. And just the frustration that he had with just his with the creative direction, the creative process, like it, it, it shows why WWE is in the tank, even though they're making, you know, billions of dollars they're doing well financially. That that's that's the, the takeaway. They're doing well financially, so they don't care how their product, you know, raw SmackDown. Like Raw has been on for how long and and it's just just going down, just just mm-hmm. turning into hot, steaming power basura. And they don't care. And it's, it, it's cool. like baby sponsors Yes. Okay, they got, the <laughs> yeah, they, they got the money. They got the money, they got the sponsor, so who cares if uh mm-hmm. you know they it is basically acts the uh the brand split with the wild card. Like the wild card actually ruined things because the whole point of the brand split was to have you know two separate rosters, two separate shows, and you have your main event, you have your your uh Nick, you know your upper mid card. You have your mid card, your tag team, your women's division, and the lower card. Now it was just the same few people on Raw and SmackDown. Like it actually hurt. Yeah, a lot of talent. And also with we didn't get to talk about this before, but the 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 shit stain. If you know shit comes different colors, and green is one of them the 24-7 title, you know, like, we want the hardcore title. Why Why can't we have the hardcore title? Like, oh, do you, you know why, wrong? <laughs> why, Ruben? Because, uh, apparently, uh, hardcore is, uh, it's too much. It's, it's too much for uh, uh, the USA Network and the, and the shareholders and, and whatnot. And uh, they think by just... Putting out a, a title that I quote is for jobbers. That's that's what's going to get ratings. That's going to get asses in the seat. That's what's going to get more people viewing the product. And the- absolutely, and it's working because
0: everyone I know watches raw. That's why the ratings increased.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Oh wait, wait, mm. wait, wait. I thought wait, wait. You're saying the ratings had another record low? Was another record low? Rating? Yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh. yes, yes. Oh. Everyone told me they were watching, but I guess not. Yeah. That damn Memorial Day. You got to forget it. Memorial Day is such a heel. Take all of, of <laughs> WWE's ratings.
1: Goddamn Memorial Day. Yeah, that Memorial Day heat, man. Like, it just, it just. That's the totally only memorial. reason why,
0: and that's clearly the the Memorial Day was the only reason why WWE was below a ten point
1: oh. That's the yes.
0: only reason why.
1: Yes. So. Of course. so
0: it's only one week. Next week, we'll be right back up. It's all clear.
1: Yeah, it will be good. We'll be right back up to uh, two, 2.6. We'll be back up to, to
0: Attitude Era numbers.
1: Yeah, like, man, like next week, we'll be at 6.8, 6.9s, you know, hell, even 5.0s. Like, don't worry about it. It's just that Dharma Memorial Day, that heel, you know, it just it does it just have such solace, and you know just all joking aside like it's just have such solace that they're making so much money and hey more power but just the fact that they're doing just as bad as WCW has done except that when WCW was you know on its way out they were actually. Doing better in terms of using talent, but by the time it was too late, and it's too late, yep. And WWE is still around and they're doing worse. They have more money, they have more talent, they have more reach, and they're still regressing backwards.
0: Yeah, better workers, um, better exposure, and it's just like you can really put both companies together. You know, WWE in 2019 and WCW in late 2000, 2001, and it's like what's the difference you know Mm -hmm. you might even like wcw a little bit more because you got scott steiner going out there and being himself and cutting these amazing promos yes you know whereas no one on the raw roster is uh on any no one in wwe is uh allowed to to talk and if they do talk they're losers scott steiner went out there and he talked trash about you he talked about how you know all my freaks and all this stuff and then Scott Steiner went out there and he won. <laughs> people in WWE, they talk trash and then they lose. You yep. know, Samoa Joe, uh, Bray Wyatt, pre new gimmick, you yes. know, um just a bunch of people. Uh yep. always always talking, talk that big game and then, you know, lose when it matters. So, you know, you could you could really put both companies up together and it's just like it's a shame. Yeah, and, and
1: it's it's unfortunate because like you said, you have the best roster that any wrestling company could have, yeah. In terms of uh, just star power, top to bottom, and it's like no matter what, it, it's it's still shit. Yeah, it's still it's still bullshit. And and it and I listen to the podcast so you 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 and me and everyone else listen to the podcast, right? And just the like jd you know from ny like shout outs to jd yes shout outs to him he ooh the, the the amount of of just fire and just rage when he when he just like he him going off like that is we need that we we need yeah, that, yeah. that that fire lit under under us because we just see all this shit and people are just like, Oh well, you know, it's it's cool and it's like no like you, you gotta you gotta be upset about this. Like this yeah. is not like why is it that in twenty nineteen this monolith of a company just continues to sink lower and lower and lower and they're okay with it. And it all starts up from the top. It yeah. all goes on the top it's like
0: when you think about it you you when you're angry about something that means you're showing emotions towards it when you have emotions towards something yeah but when you have some emotions towards something it means you you have passion so when you're angry and you're angry at something you have a passion towards it when you have passion you want the best for that situation and it's funny because people always say oh WWE is so bad, you know. Turn it off, and that and and that has worked for people like me. I don't watch. I don't watch the main show anymore. I watch NXT because NXT is great, but I don't watch the main show. At most, I'll see what's on Twitter. I see people post on Twitter about what happened throughout the night, or, or I'll see those YouTube those little two three minute YouTube clips. I'm like, oh look, I didn't have to watch this whole segment. I could just see this two three minute clip and be on my way. But um, you know, people say, oh, don't watch it no more. You don't care no more if it's, if it's terrible. this." But it's like you can't say that. These are people like me, like you, like JD, like others who grew up huge wrestling fans. Whether it was WWE, whether it was AWA, whether it was NWA, whether it was WCW, ECW, whatever. We grew up watching wrestling and we and we want the best for wrestling. And it hurts to see. You know, yeah, the company's making all this money. Yeah, there's uh, a shit ton of wrestling all over. WWE has what? NXT, Raw, SmackDown, NXT UK. Like, they got so, it's so much programming. 205. Yeah, it's so much. And, you know, younger, you'd be like, oh, man, this is the best. Imagine the Attitude Era if we had a ton of programming. As a matter of fact, when they added SmackDown, how awesome was that? Wow, so now we could watch good programming on Monday for two hours, and then we get another two hours on Thursday? Plus, you get that one hour on Sunday for Sunday Night Heat. That was awesome. Imagine back then. Imagine if we had uh, Rods and SmackDowns, the same quality as the attitude Era with NXT, and then you have uh, a 205 Live. But, you know, obviously, it'd be something else. Maybe a hardcore division show. Yeah. And you'd see all that to be like a throwback to ECW. Imagine all of that. Like... You would be a huge wrestling fan. No one would be complaining uh, at work at work about it or at school. Now, they always always wanted highlight to highlight Going to school as a kid was coming to school Tuesday morning. Yo, did you see Raw last night? Oh my god, The Rock did this. Oh, DX did that. Oh wow. Oh my god, the radicals. Oh, you know, <laughs> like now it's like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> you go to work, it's like, Ugh. yeah. What are they doing with this character? What are they doing with that
1: character? Like. Yep, Yep. it's just, just, we're all, like, we just groan and and just rant and rave about how, like, just, and the reason why we rant and rave and and we get pissed off is because a lot of stuff that they're doing wrong, it's reversible. And instead of doing the logical way and just going straight to the point, they complicate things, they overcomplicate things, they, they, do convoluted things, where it, it doesn't need it. Yeah, it's got to be simple, and that's why people are really disenfranchised with, with the product. Because when you see night as day, clear clear as a night blue sky, right there in your face, in big bold letters, hey, this this can be fixed. This is how you do it. And instead, they're like, oh. <laughs> you, you say to fuck it up even more or say no more and they just fuck it up more and it's like like, no wonder people are just clamoring for an alternative and they flock to NXT and I just hope that again AEW will do well and that they don't follow the mistakes and we brought this up before but hope, I hope that they don't and all of us hope they don't repeat the same mistakes that other companies have done because we need an alternative. Like even NXT, like as soon as they you know, they call up wrestlers from NXT, like they just you know, they just blend in. They're not used. They just go and they get buried, you not get used, um fifty fifty booking. Uh they'll be in catering they'll they'll, they'll be the twenty four seven champ. A uh, catering, that's for sure. Like they, they need They need to make another title for catering.
0: They, they call them up to die. Yep. They do need a catering title too. The, the, the belt. Like instead of it having the main plate, the main plate should be a plate of food. It should be like a, a plate of like steak or whatever. I should be yeah. like catering around
1: it. That 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 would be a good idea. That <laughs> that definitely.
0: Food fighting title since they want
1: to do food fights all the time. Yeah, food fights and like hey, like. You can do compelling television, even though it's a holiday show. I know we're just gonna have people, everyone heels and faces in the same room. Some of them are which and storylines doesn't matter. We just have them all in one room, and yeah, like it'll be alright. And doesn't it doesn't break story continuity? Like it, it, uh, you know it'll doesn't matter. It's fine, but it's like. Again, it's just insulting our intelligence. Yeah. And they think what, what they're doing is right and we're just stupid. Like and you know, we'll get to this in a second. I wanna get into the NXT uh NXT TakeOver twenty five card and just uh give our thoughts on it really quick, but yeah, sure. It's just just the, the you know, it's just the fact that our intelligence is insulted. And you wonder why people are disenfranchised. Like like oh like we we're, we're like what Dean said in, in the podcast, on Chris Joko's podcast, like oh this this is you know he you know John said oh like Vince was like oh this this is great shit like that you all love it this is so you this is great shit and I'm like <laughs> I was listening to this at work I had a little bit of downtime and I was listening to it and I was like oh my god like this this guy's fucking now yeah like he needs to go to a fucking retirement home what, what is he doing dude there's
0: something in his face i don't know like vince doesn't look all there yeah there's like even in his eyes like i got i don't know we were, we were talking in the hyperbolic uh shirt uh chain chambers chat yeah uh, when we were in streaming when we were in uh recording and um i remember posting two pictures of vince because Someone posted a gif of of Vince doing the the Daniel Bryan yes and he and he looked good and I'm like wow this has to be fairly recent maybe like 2015 or so and Vince looked and Vince looked great he was still he he still had like some some uh growth to him like he still seemed like real muscular and like he was still like you could tell that he was still talking fine and then you look at Vince now, and I get it. You know, we all we're all gonna age. We all have to get older. But I'm like, even then, the that was like a you know the difference in and four years is like he aged. It's like he went from like a fifty year old man to just like eighty in like five years. Yeah. And it's like like he even the way he looks like it just something does not it looks right. Like it something looks uh, he like he's not man, all, all there. Was
1: off. Something was very yeah. off. Like um, maybe
0: he had some type of a a breakdown that we don't know about,
1: and, and hopped I I up I on pills. Know. He could be hopped up on pills and just, yeah. to, or a uh, just this, downers, probably have some downers or or whatever. Yeah, you know, to to just make him mellow out and whatever, because you never know. Like, hey, like there there's there's been you know there's been cases where uh, CEOs of of billion dollar corporations like. They're on some some crazy amount of drugs, or yeah. they would. Uh, excuse me, they would just pump them full of drugs so they can just stay. They can stay active so that way they can still be CEO and they can have like, you know, people behind the scenes actually running shit. You never know. Yeah, no, you're right. You, you never know. Like, it's, stranger things happen, especially when you're dealing with. Uh, just billions of dollars uh in investments and in deals and money changing hands and, and stocks and, and options and all that when you're dealing with that yeah like there has to be something more but hey like we we can we can go down that, that train uh later on you know another show because uh it's time for us summon XT. It is time, baby. It's time for some uh, takeover. (laughs) So, last night was, you know, many say Triple H's answer to AEW, which is kind of ironic because as soon as all those men and women go to the main roster, that's it. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it's like, It's kind of... It's kind of ironic. And I say this because last night was a good fucking show.
0: Yeah, it was great.
1: It was a good fucking show. Even... Even, um... Like, there was no bad match. Like, each Mm -hmm. match has something to it. It had its own pace, its own flow. You know, it told a story, of course. It had... Uh and many of these matches the right person right person right team went over
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and you know we'll, we'll we'll get to the the nitty-gritty uh we had five matches and, and for a five match show we had a lot like it was very like and uh, again talking about food because here on room prime tv you know it's food based like a little little uh Hints of food lingo and, and and whatnot, and it's like even though we didn't have uh, we only have five matches, we can still digest and enjoy uh, these matches, and they were very flavorful, which I like. We don't need to have, like you said last night, we don't need to have 12, 30 matches, like we, we don't need that, like, we'd rather have five or six matches, good have a good amount of time for them, uh, tell a story, good continuity, two, you know, one-on-one, you know, matches, good matches, tag team, tag team matches, or you have a multi-man match, whatever. You have right people in the match, tell a good story, right person goes over, everyone is happy, in the sense. And we had that last night. We had a uh, first Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong. Uh, good opener. Good fucking opener.
0: Yeah, great match. That, great that match. Got sequence.
1: Yeah, got the crowd going, got the crowd pumping. That sequence towards the end. I was like, holy crap! Like, I
0: yeah, but uh, all the strikes from um from Roddy, yeah, that was yeah. good. Had, uh, when he had Riddle on the ropes, yeah, those like, I mean, Roddy's great. We know Roddy's great. He's he's a very talented guy, and Matt Riddle is just like, man, he's on fire, dude. <laughs> he, hmm. he's a guy that is like, once again, you know, you you want to see him on that big stage. Yes. But because you know how WWE is, you're like, yeah, you know what? Stay in NXT
1: forever. Yeah, stay stay in there. Don't, stay don't, go,
0: don't go. go. Don't go. Yeah, you know, don't he's go. A, he's a guy that's like made for the main roster. Like he he's so good. You know, that's his charisma has a good look to him. You know, like but he that that was a that was definitely a, a great match. Nice hot opener. Um I would say this just real quick overall. before I'm going to go inside because I know we're going to talk about matches, but I just want to say overall as a package, I think this pay-per-view is – I think this is the best layout for a pay-per-view, for a wrestling pay-per-view. Yeah. I think this was great. Five matches, they all got great time. They all had good stories behind them. They all had great moments. Yes. Uh, it wasn't, yeah, it, it wasn't the, the best takeover, but it was a, it was a damn good one. And that's just a testament because of how good takeover has been that this is a great pay-per-view and I don't even think it was the best takeover. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was a damn good pay-per-view. Like I said, this is the best layout. I I was not, I was not ugh, tired, you know, oh man, Yeah. I show. I wasn't like, oh man, seven hours, five hours of content. Oh man. I was like, oh word. NXT Takeover three three and a half hours of of just good wrestling five matches that means everyone got good time and every and everything was fleshed out I'm all in pun intended
1: yep. <laughs> all in us <this> here
0: <laughs> yeah but uh yeah like you know that I think this was like the the best overall this is what AEW and the main roster should be looking into for pay per views
1: this is it right here yes. I, I agree, because this, like, while this, this TakeOver wasn't, like, the greatest, and even when TakeOvers don't have a strong card, they still deliver. Yeah. And storytelling and, and match quality, you know, in presentation and structure, you know, a card structure, because that's what a lot of issues at WWE have. They're just, the matches are just all over the place. mm mm-hmm. Like, the tempo is just all over the place. It's not it doesn't crescendo. And even towards the middle point, even when you have matches in the middle point, they still deliver, they still have that, that oomph to it versus yeah. in the main roster, you have matches later on in the card that could have been in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then and matches that were really good, that could be hot openers there towards the end. And then matches that are in the beginning, like they could have been put later on, like in the middle. So, I like how the card structure for NXT Takeover shows. You know, I like how they how they're created and how uh, they're structured because you you need to have good tempo. You need to have good flow. That that's that's like that that is the cardinal rule when it comes to pay per view. You need to have good uh, match placement, card structure. And you see how the fans, you know, react. You see how the fans uh, love it. And uh, yeah, going back to to Matt Riddle and Roderick Strong, like, you know, like Roderick Strong has some educated knees and Matt Riddle in in his holds and, you know, he has mixed, mixed martial arts background. And these two like went out there and they had a hell of an opening. Like, this was a great, great match start to start to show up. And I hope that Matt Riddle will go to greater heights because he like he, he's he's money. He's a fucking star. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he's new. York, new York. Like, we need stars. We need and we have potential. But of course, you know, WWE, as we mentioned before, eh. So, that's what you got, but he's money, Roger strong. He sticks with the Undisputed Era. Like, no reason why he should, you know, split up because if he wasn't in Undisputed Era, that would have been dumb. It, that would have been it for him. So, you know, good match, good opener. The ending sequence was amazing. I was like, holy crap. Yeah, and was, then, that's, man. Yeah, like, like, I I give it like just I give it a thumbs up or give it a mm-hmm. up. Just but yeah, next up the tag team uh championship match for the the vacant tag team titles. Uh we have the Undisputed Era uh Colorado Kyle O'Reilly, Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> uh Bobby Fish <laughs> Bobby Fish uh Street Profits. Dragon. Gotten, yeah, uh Street uh the Street Profits. Uh, forgotten sons, and I already forgot them already. Uh, Only Larkin and Danny Birch. So, Jesus Christ, um, Call Raleigh almost fucking died. Yeah, that ladder spot, like, I like if that ladder would have gone like two inches, like to the left or two inches higher, or if he flung higher, like it would have been done. They would have been like scraping his <laughs> body off the uh, outside of the ring.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like,
1: holy crap! That spot, that spot, man, was like it was it was innovative, but it was fucking risky. And it yeah. gladly, gladly, he's fine. But yeah. um, we mentioned it later on with with his um, tag team partner Bobby Fish. Ooh. We'll yeah, get into Chris that heard again, yeah, 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 like you know no we'll we'll, we'll get to the yeah. when he appeared, but yeah, uh, street prophets um uh Angelo Dawkins, what's the other guy's name, um uh, oh my god, oh, uh, <laughs> I we, 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 too. Uh, uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> We'll do it right now. We we are Starry Street Profits. Uh Montez Ford, there we go. There you go. Uh, Angelo Dawkins Montez Ford. Okay, so that spot that spot with the uh splash with the sequences with with if, uh Montez Ford, like the dude is athletic, man. Athletic yeah. as hell. I was impressed. Like it was the first time seeing them on on the main card or on a takeover show because usually they're they're on nxt tv mm-hmm. or they're in dark matches and we've seen them but in in this in this stage on a takeover i was fucking impressed
0: yeah they're uh they're those guys are good um i've never i mean i've seen the, the a few matches that it is on nxt um but th- those guys are good I, w- I was shocked that they won but we'll, we'll get into that
1: yeah like i i was like these guys are, these guys are talented and they, mm-hmm. they you know, they, they got their shine here tonight. And, uh, the Forgotten Sons, I forgot about them, but the the guy that I, that I didn't forget, he, uh, the, the leader of the Forgotten Sons, uh, I'm not gonna look his name up. <laughs> I'm not gonna look his name up. Uh, he was very impressive. He came out there, beat the holy hell out of uh, the other the other three tag teams just smashing ladders on um uh Angelo Dawkins like holy crap you know and then in the corner I was like wow like, this this guy looks intimidating he he has the look but I I forgot about him I forgot him and his team so it's like you know like I'm not really getting the the, the gimmick of the Forgotten Sons, but the leader, like, the leader is, uh, you know, he's money. But it doesn't help that the other two guys, they look like um, Hawkins and, like, Fusion Hawkins and and Murphy. Yeah. Buddy Murphy, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, one of them is uh, Wesley Blake, who used to be, Back in in NXT, in that 2015 period, 2014-2015 period, Wesley Blake and Buddy Murphy were in a team with Alexa Bliss.
1: Yes. Yes. They
0: were the tag team champs and they used to feud with, uh, at the time, Lucha Dragons and The Ascension.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, (laughs) Yeah. uh... (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was good tag team wrestling, but, uh, you know, WWE.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, WWE strikes again. They are... Oh, the Almighty wisdom, because we we are so ignorant. Uh, the 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 wisdom and the power that is uh, VKM. So yeah, like you, you see where those tag teams are now. Uh, but yeah, uh, only Lorcan, Danny Birch, like they're, This team is like they've been on they've been on NXT TV for a while, and they had um. Uh, tag team title opportunities in the past and they they show up they can go their you know they face team they get the crowd behind them but this match was really well was really well uh uh you know just the to, to pace so you gotta have a, a demolition derby style match and, and at least in every takeover, we gotta have like one match like yeah yeah it's craziness and this match has some crazy spots like jesus christ uh O'Reilly and 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 bobby fish don't like fuck don't die like i was during the whole time (laughs) the same way i was at at the g1 supercar like don't die because you know they were just putting their bodies through through the fucking ringer so yeah this was
0: the this was definitely the the car crash
1: um, yes of the night yeah yes and unfortunately like i thought with all, all that punishment that um, Kyle Raleigh put himself through that he will get injured again but it was actually Bobby Fish yeah. that got injured because re- its the spot I think it was a, a power bomb or a suplex mm-hmm. that was delivered to him uh, by someone I think it was probably the Forgotten Son leader uh, I forgot about him but yeah i think that's when he like got injured or one of the latter spots i believe cuz he was like favoring his his uh his shoulder so that could have been it we, we look back we, we play the tapes again and we'll see but it's unfortunate but yeah uh so your new NXT Tag Team Champions Street Profits uh uh De- Dawkins and Montez Ford they're new tag champs in NXT, and they they, they earned it, not mm-hmm. deserve it, because this whole uh, "you deserve it" crap. Like, I can't stand it. I hate it. Fucking, it's fucking annoying. They earned it because they they work hard, and that's what happens when you work hard. You you earn stuff. So this this match was you know good. A uh, second match crack a car crash demolition derby just just what the crowd needs just little little serving little helping and then we go to the north american championship match between bevel team dream and tyler breeze so tyler breeze return to his stomping grounds nxt and wow like just two of them went at it a slow start at first because uh you know, just to fill each other out, but just the interaction, uh, the two of them doing each other's finishers, Uh like, I was impressed by this match. I was really, I was really into this match. I was really impressed. And the Teen dream, man, like, we all know he can go. We all know he, he's great and he's young as hell. Mm-hmm. And, and Tyler Breeze, like, it shows that, hey, let this guy go. And he can do some shit, and it's a fucking shame. It's a fucking shame that, unfortunately, like he's been in the main roster, and he what he didn't amount to anything because he was put down. Yep, yep. And it's, it's a fucking shame because Tyler Breeze is fucking good. Yeah, he's great.
0: Tyler Breeze is great, and we all know it, you know. But they didn't know it. The, or they didn't know it, and they just didn't care, you know how they are,
1: yeah, they probably didn't care <laughs> they yeah. probably didn't care um and yeah, like they, they did this match you know the this match showed that, and also they had matches uh and uh and uh the, the the tournament uh the the n x t e NXT UK NXT 205 Live. Uh, they had um you know a tournament and he won the right. Yeah. He won and he won the right to challenge for any championship. That that's how he got this this uh, match. So it was really cool to see him on on the main stage display how good he is and and like we need to see more television. I, I hope that he stays in NXT. Cause they they need it. Yeah, I that think feels- he I think he is. Okay, he is yeah. I think that was the point was to send him down
0: there, and I hope so. I, I I really do. I agree with you. We we need more of him. Um, he Tyler Breeze is always a guy that back when you know NXT didn't have a secondary title, people always thought he should win it. Yeah. Like people will always say, oh, if you know, if they ever made like an intercontinental title or something like that, Tyler Breeze is the guy because he, you know, he never won, he never won the big one, but he was there when other guys were, you know, when your Finn Balors were, when your um, your Kevin Owens, your your Sami Zayn's, your um, your 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 uh, sorry, your Pox, you know, stuff like well, yeah, Neville, um. But, yeah, he was he was around that time and he was always a great worker. He had good matches. His gimmick was over. And people always said, you know, he, he was another guy that uh he he would have a good uh, feud or good momentum going in. And then at the takeover, he would lose. But he yeah. always came out. Tyler Breeze always came out as a star. People always liked Tyler Breeze win or lose, which is why he was chosen to face uh, Jewish and Thunder Liger. And, uh, you know, people always said, hey, if they ever make a secondary title, he should win it. So I thought he was going to win. But then I was like, you know what? He probably didn't even want to. He probably was just fine coming down and putting over Velveteen Dream because, first off, you know, he's in a high profile match on the card. And, you know, and and he's actually doing something. He's not in catering. So I'm pretty sure he was like, you know what? I'll go to NXT. I'll work my butt off. I'll remind y'all why. You know, and and how good I am. But, you know, he probably was just excited to go down there just to like, hey, let me throw a bone to Velveteen, give him another big win in his column. Because this was make make no mistake about it. Despite what the main roster did to Tyler Breeze, this was a big win for Velveteen Dream.
1: Yes. So
0: and I thought it was a good match. Thought it was an excellent match. Um, Good pacing. The only minor issue for me was because of their two gimmicks. It's kind of hard for both their gimmicks to be... Yeah, to
1: stand face. out. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cause it's very similar. So it's kind of hard for them to be a baby face too. So it was like, for me, it came off as heel versus heel. You know, yeah. even though Tyler was like the face, because, be, with all the promos and stuff leading up to it, it felt like heel versus heel. Like you're in my spotlight and all this other stuff. So, you know, and Tyler's coming back to NXT to reclaim his spotlight. Like it, it just, you know, because of those gimmicks, it's kind of hard to have a gimmick like that and be a baby face. So like that was probably the only minor issue is, you know, it's always good to see face versus heel. And so, um, yeah, you know, heel versus heel is, is not terrible, but it's, uh, it's just always, you know, it's classic wrestling one-on-one good guy versus bad guy. So with that match, it was like, you, you, you watch the match, you chair the match. It was, it was a good match, but it was like, For me personally, I was like, man, I don't really care who wins. If Tyler Breeze wins, that would be awesome. But at the same time, this company, this company, this brand is building around uh, Velveteen as a top guy. So, you know, him keeping the title is good. It's another feather in his cap, as they say. So, yeah.
1: Yes. Um, Yeah, well, very well put. And um, I hope that Tyler Breeze will... He'll do a good job. I hope that he stays on there and he shows events like, hey, like I was on the main roster and fucking catering and and I'm back in NXT and I'm showing that I can work, I can go, I could do, you know, I'm compelling enough and you know, it's a fucking shame. It, It truly is a fucking shame that you gotta go back. Like, people will be like, oh, I wanna go back to NXT. Like, it's not demotion. Yeah. You know, so it's, I hope Many, many more good things to come uh, for him because, you know, he he he's earned it. He he proved tonight or last night that he can go. And then next we have Io Shirai versus Shannon Baszler for the uh, NXT Women's Championship. And I say this uh, quick. Let's see. I say this quick. People, you know, when it comes to, you know, because I like Shannon Baszler. Like she she proves that you don't have to be a pretty face. You don't have to have a set of double D's. And hey, you know, I love a love a good pair of, of double D's and model a model f- figure on a female. But you don't always have to have that Like there's, and yep. en- we have enough of that. We have enough of that on the main roster enough of that. Um, not so much on NXT, but we have enough of that in WWE as a whole. So we don't need a more of that. We we need more women like Shayna Baszler because she can. She's legit. She can knock it fuck out. She can tap you out, and just her her being a heel really fucking helped it. it yeah, like because she's a good heel is why I like her. And the fact that she retained, I was like, yeah, she's like, she's going to retain. Yeah. The only way that she's going to lose a title, if it's like, maybe they build up someone else and it'll be like a, another fluke win or whatever, this underdog type story, because you gotta, you know, you gotta keep her strong. And eventually you know, people understand or they, they're getting tired of her at all that like she's holding the, the title hostage but because she's a heel you, you know, you hate her. You you want you want someone to, you know, just beat the shot at her like I did. Yeah, and, yeah, that was
0: this, good at the end.
1: Yeah, the, 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 the post-match beatdown was very good and Candice Ray came out and gave her the assist and whatnot during the match as well. and That was really good. And... She, she fought hard, like, uh, uh, Io Shirai, like, had a good showing, she's great, like, we don't, we don't need to, we don't need to, like, talk about, for, like, <laughs> fucking half an hour about how great she is, we, we know that. Yeah. Shannon Baszler, Grey Hill, she plays off the crowd, she, she's getting better.
0: Yeah, she, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna yeah. say, if they if they ever had, like, you know, like, you know, like your yearbook... You have like in school, it's like the most, you know, not like the most improved or something like that. You know, like a student in school, like get yeah. awards, most improved, you know, best attendance, things like that. If they had something like that in WWE, I would say Shayna Baszler is definitely a candidate for uh, most improved. Yes. Uh, she she's she's really good. She's starting to come into her own, um, and I, I like to crack on her with the whole her voice because she sounds like truck <laughs> like rides. Uh, but she's she's really good. And yes. um, I like Shayna. I, I wasn't really much of a, a big fan of hers because, um, uh, you know, I thought she was kind of green. But I do like the person she's grown into and uh, and the way she carries herself in the ring. She yeah. carries herself like a star and women like her. They need women like her. They yes. need her because she like you said, she's a she's a rugged looking woman. You look at her and you're like, oh, man, she, she definitely kicked my ass. Like, and she's throwing these girls around, and and with her MMA background, yeah, I'm not talking. I'm I'm not gonna disrespect her, you know. You shouldn't disrespect any woman, but you get what I mean. Yeah, you her, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, woof. You know, I'm. I, she'll definitely kick my ass, you know. And right. and she, you know, she, you know, with with her two uh, the uh, the other uh, horsewoman with her, and uh, she this heel run, you know, she, she's been good, and I don't think she's holding the title hostage. I thought she was gonna lose yesterday. I like I thought, but. After seeing what happened, I'm like, you know what? I'm fine. She can carry this until another top female star comes in and then maybe SummerSlam weekend, the takeover that weekend. You know, she has to lose it at one of the bigger takeovers. This was a big takeover. They're all good. But you know what I mean? One yeah. SummerSlam weekend or WrestleMania
1: weekend, you know. Or Survivor Series or World Right. World. Like those, like yeah,
0: like those big ones, Royal Rum yeah. weekend. Yeah, the real like you know, like the big I would call it the big four of takeovers. Yes. Um but this was a this was a good match. The brutality at the ending was was really good for Shirai. I like that because a lot of baby faces, they look stupid. You know, and and She Shirai, E.O. You know, Shirai was like, nah, you had your flunkies come out, and even though they didn't directly cost me them being excuse me, them being there definitely was a distraction and it hurt me. And I'm, I'm sick of all the crap you put me through before the match. So, you know what? Yeah, you won. But I'm going to kick your ass after this match. Yes. And I thought that was really good because, um, like I said, baby faces are made to look stupid a lot. Yes. And this was, you know, this was good. She got her heat back. Yeah, You beat me, but it ain't over, you know, and there's going to be more to this and uh i just think yeah it was another good match another another great to me it, it might have been the weakest match on the card but does not mean the match was was weak it just means that the other matches were very good this was this yeah. was a good match but if if i had to rank it it would probably be the weakest match for me on the card
1: yeah but fair yeah and and that that's a fair assessment um all the matches on this card were were good and they delivered so it was no takeaway from you know Baszler and Shirai because they they did their best. Like this was yeah, a good match, but it's just the other matches were were well better. Like they just there was no bad match here. No, is, um, is what I'm saying? Yeah, hmm? yeah. there was no no bad match. No no bad matches here. It's just that some were just better, but is no is is no Nothing to take away from, you know, from this match. Like, this match was good. The, post, the post-match the post beating was, well, was great. Because, you know, we were tired. And shout out to Solomon We're tired of dumb baby face syndrome. Yeah. And, uh, we're, we're, we're tired of that. And, you know, that it was good. So it sets up. Like, that's what we don't have. Like, we don't have things where matches can, can set up. You know, like, post-something happens, post-match, I can set up to another match. Yeah. Like we, we don't have that in in the main roster. It's just match, match on Raw, match on SmackDown, match on Raw, match on SmackDown. And then they usually do the blow-off before the pay-per-view, and then when they had the pay-per-view, it's, it's stupid. So mm. um, I'm, I'm glad that they did that, and it was really good. So with to. Bring this, bring this uh, NXT review to a crescendo. We have uh, uh, some cringy uh, uh, rap music to bring out Adam Cole. Yep. <laughs> I liked it when it was a just on a YouTube video. I liked it when it was on the YouTube video. Um, you know, I get it. Uh, he. You know, WWE had him on. That's that's great, but it just it was kind of it was kind of cringy to me. Like I was like, oh my god, I got the, the biggest of uh, douche chills. So uh, I was like, yeah, like uh, then like they didn't like this. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm not, I wasn't a, wasn't a fan of it either, especially because I really like Undisputed Era's theme. So I was like, man, you you rapping over it is hurting this theme.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I guess since we we heard <laughs> we heard uh, the Undisputed Arrows theme twice, we had to switch it up as well. Yeah, but still, I
0: mean, I'm, late, I'm used too. to that stuff because I'm a you know I'm a I'm a fellow NWO white, so I, I've watched plenty of nitros where you hear the NWO theme like five times. <laughs> so I, I'm
1: <laughs> yeah. Like I I I don't mind. Like I was like, oh, okay. Like, can we? You know, we hear this. It's main event time. Like, let's hear the match. And like, nope. (laughs) I mean, let's hear the the theme. Nope. We just hear cringy (laughs) rap music. And I was like, dear lord. Um. Like we if if there was one bad thing was that. (laughs) That that definitely. And, um, yeah, so this match, uh, like we talked about last night off, off the podcast, you know, off, uh, you know, off the air, uh, love the match. Uh, my, my takeaways from the match were: just too many, uh, near falls and too many super kicks, too many, uh, false finishes. And, uh, you know, it was a total story, obviously, and there were times where oh shit like um, Gargano was was gonna retain like oh shit like but we knew once finally the, the last sequence we knew okay like last shot you know one two three you know Bob's your uncle uh, Adam Cole is your new NXT champion oh yeah and I'm I'm glad like uh, Gargano. He had his moment. He he's great. You know he he's you know baby face. You know one of the biggest baby faces. But like it's time. I felt it was time, and I see nothing wrong with this title change here. It was fine.
0: Yeah, so. this was. Uh, I I was all behind this man, Adam Cole, all day. I, I love Adam Cole. I'm glad he was able to win the world title because there's, uh. There's a lot of people who in who, NXT were great, you know, great talents that never got the chance to win the NXT title. Yeah. You know, there was, there was people that came up too fast or they would just they were great. But they just like like I mentioned Tyler Breeze earlier, you know, he never really got to win it. And and he was a good talent. But um, I'm I was very happy for Adam Cole. Great match. Wasn't as good as the uh, the match from from Takeover Brooklyn. Yeah. That, that match was Probably the best match of of that whole WrestleMania weekend. Yes, but this was this was a good match. Once again, like you said, I'm I'm also not a, the biggest fan of a thousand false finishes, and I hate the super kick. I actually wish the super kick would get banned or something because everyone does super kicks, and I'm just oh my God. Over, over super kicks. Ah, like uh, that's one thing uh, that I I despise and I will always hate is just uh super kicks, man. Everyone what. But it was it was a great match and a good ending, good storyline that also, you know, this whole story with Gargano is that he's he's like Sasha Banks and that he can't um, he he can't win his defense. Every title defense he's had the first one, he lost the title like Sasha Banks. So I, I think that, you know, that will definitely play into what comes up next. We'll we'll see. Um, and also congrats to Adam Cole. He's the, he's the first ever NXT triple crown winner. He's a four yes. tag team champion. He was the first ever North American champion. And now he is an NXT world champion. I forget which number he is, but I don't even know if they passed 20 yet. No. In terms of, they didn't even pass 20, right? No. Yeah. That's, that's how you have a prestigious title. The title has been around for what? When did the NXT grand start? I want to say 2013. 2012, 2013, yeah. 2012, 2013, and you don't even have 20 champions yet. And I think it's, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 dope. Like the the title, the lineage can still stay. Mm-hmm. It stays uh prestigious, you know. Yeah. Uh, eighteen.
0: Yeah, he's number 18. Wow. Mm-hmm. So he joins that illustrious list of guys like Seth Rollins and uh, Big E Langston and Finn Balor and Sami Zayn and, and Kevin Owens. Oh, just a great crop of talent, man. Yes. Um, Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode, Nakamura. Just um, amazing, yeah. amazing guys who are floundering on the main roster. But oh, my God. It's, it's nonetheless, Ciampa, uh, Andrade. Yeah, it's just. Wow, uh, Aleister Black. Aleister Black, yeah. Uh, what
1: a list, man! What yeah. a list. It's dope, like very deserving contenders. Like I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you know the title's been kept like prestigious. Yeah. And, like less is more. You know, less is more. Yeah. You, you once in a while you have those hot shot changes, but you know when it's done right, or when you know. You gotta call an Audible, it's it's fine. But just to have title changes every fucking every fucking week or every month, you know, and also helps that there's not a lot of takeover shows. Like, yeah, you had twenty five. Like we had to this is the twenty-fifth takeover.
0: That's that's a formula, man, that needs to always say less is more. We don't need to have takeovers every every month. We don't need to have ten matches you know, we don't have to fit 10 matches on a five-hour card. We can have five matches on a three-hour card. Yes. You know, that's, that's but they don't get it. The, the The main company will never get that. It's always going to be, oh, you want more wrestling. Okay. So we'll have five different wrestling shows throughout the week that you can watch because it's not enough. And then we'll have a pay-per-view on Sunday. You yeah. know It's not enough. Got to have more.
1: Yeah, man. And it's, uh, it's, it's some, sun's got to give. Like how come in the same company you have one brand that's doing well overall, and then on the other side you have your main your main roster and it's floundering. Like it it baffles my mind. It's like the Tell Two Cities.
0: Yeah, it's the same exact company.
1: (laughs) Yep, just (laughs) like
0: other companies, the same exact. Yeah,
1: yeah, just just like the, you know, we had a Tell Two shows, you know, good segue with uh, AEW's as thunder is, uh, thunder is, is, is rumbling. Yeah. New York weather, man. Yeah. We got love. It. it was sunny. It was sunny a while ago. It was hot. And now guess what? That humidity, we're getting some rain now. We got some, you know, some thunder.
0: Precipitation.
1: Yes. So with it being the tell of two shows, just like today, we had a tell of, a. Uh, uh, Toe to weather patterns today. Uh, AEW's all or nothing. Uh, all or nothing. That that would be a good show for next year. A double or nothing.
0: Double or nothing.
1: Yes. Uh, m- and you know my thoughts because we we talked about this off off air. How it was a good effort. i not. We're not going to go down the whole card. Um, it not is not necessary. Yeah. Uh, more so just our overall thoughts on on the show and you know i say this before you know we began like it was a good effort but for those fans who are saying that this is the greatest pay-per-view ever please i beg of you that all that is holy i want to know what you're smoking because i wanted to because to say this, and this is their first first effort, first shot, granted, it's not going to be perfect, it's not going to be, you know, spick and span, it's going to be some blemishes, there's going to be some some hiccups, and some fuck-ups, and some screw-ups. But, just to say that, it's the best, and this is the, the whole one-match syndrome, oh, like, one, one match makes a pay-per-view. Not all the time. I feel like this for its first effort, they did a you know, they did the best job that they can. And it's the first show that yeah. we, we talked about. But I wish that they would have had other you know, they had other uh talent. Like there was a, a few it was a few things especially with the Battle Royal. They could have done without Battle Royal, um, just the hokey stuff. You know, we, we could've done I, I was like, yeah, we're we're good. We don't need this, and I understand what they were doing, what they were going for. Uh, and not everyone's gonna agree, and everyone's gonna you know like it, because you know everyone has their their flavor, everyone has their style. But good show, good um, effort. But it was just you know hopefully when they do the other shows, and then when eventually when they get on TV, that they will do better and they will and how they can do that is by being honest by keeping AEW, keeping cody and the young bucks honest mm-hmm. and we, we just have this you know this jim jones mentality that we gotta sip whatever they're they're, they're feeding us good or bad and you, you gotta have you gotta have a non-bias. You can't be biased. You can't just look the other way because oh, it's it's Cody, it's it's the Young Bucks, it's Omega, it's, it's um, Hangman Page. You gotta you gotta say okay, pull it back. Good effort. I, I enjoyed it, but these are the things that uh, could change that that could use fixing, and that's it. And you can't do that with fans nowadays because it's 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 all or nothing. It's, it's it's either it's either you you uh you like it and then that's the mentality all around like you gotta like everything someone or some group you're affiliated with or someone you know even if you don't agree with it and if you don't like one percent two percent of something all oh, like that's it oh you don't like that one percent that two percent oh it's over game over man like you don't know, fuck you like you know erase my number we we're you know we're no longer friends. I like, get the fuck out of here. Is and it's it's sickening. It's so toxic, you know. So yeah. So you want to give your your quick thoughts on uh, Double or None?
0: Yeah, I'll just try to spend like two minutes. Uh, first off, yeah, like you said, I'm just gonna piggyback the people who are saying this was the greatest pay per view and all oh, WWE has to be worried. You gotta be realistic. You know it's okay to be optimistic, like I said before, but you have to be realistic. This yes. was a, this was a good show. Don't get me wrong, it was a fairly good show. Um, there were a few things they could have done without. There was some production issues, but I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt because they had to just get a show out there. Yes. And you know I get it. The WWE's production quality is top notch. They might have the equipment in AEW, but. They don't have the experience camera cuts yet. They don't have the experience graphics yet. They don't okay. have the experience and knowing how to capture certain things and, you know, crowd shots and things like that. And they'll get there. I believe they will get there eventually. Um, yes. But it, it was a good show. Um, I enjoyed it for the was uh, uh, the last three matches, I will say, really did. Uh, was like the, really did save the show and they were the best parts of the show. But the tag matches before were pretty good. I, I thought, like I said, I thought overall it was it was a, a nice wrestling show and it was a good feeling watching it. I felt good watching it. I said, you know, it made me excited that you know, hey, we're about to have another mainstream wrestling show soon, but it's yes. going to be on a mainstream. It's going to be on a mainstream channel, which most other wrestling companies hasn't had. You know, Ring of Honor was on Sinclair Broadcasting. Half the country doesn't have that. Um, Impact was on what? First, it was coming on Spike TV late at night, but then it was on what? The now it's on some hunting channel. It was on the Pop
1: yeah, the Pursuit. It was on Pop TV, and now it's on the Pursuit channel.
0: No one knows what this is, so it's like, but to have something on a mainstream sports channel, TNT, it's you know, it made me optimistic. But just for the show, like I said, yeah, it was it was good, and looking forward, I cannot wait to see. What they have in store coming October because of the um, the last three matches, especially had the last two matches, I should say. Well, yeah. you know, let me specify the Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes or Dustin Runnels, and the last match between Jericho and Omega, plus what happened at the end. Those matches had really good had good story elements to them. So it makes me excited because I say, hey, if this was a good story behind it, you know, even though these came from other promotions and stuff like that. It, it gives me optimism and it gives me hope that okay when october comes we'll have a nice uh you know a nice story layout hopefully we'll have some good elements cuz that's what i want we have good wrestling yes. we need characters now so yes. uh, overall it was i think it was a, a it was a good showing and i'm excited i'm excited for um all out but i'm a, but i'm really looking forward to october
1: yeah i'm um like i have to wait and see attitude i just wish that there was it's like what WWE has, their syndrome that they're they're placating to their to the audience that they already have instead of trying to get new audiences. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's how I felt. That's what I was trying to say last night, by the way. Oh. That's uh like you you have the people that will flock and watch AEW. People that watch, you know, indie other indie feds, people that love the elite. Some WWE fans that like Cody, you know, Goldust, you know, Dustin Dustin Ronalds, Dustin Rhodes, Chris Jericho. You know, we had Bret Hart as a surprise. That was really cool introducing the beautiful, gorgeous uh, AEW world title, which is a mix of uh, the gift of the gods. Title from Underground, yeah. underground, yeah, and the uh IWGP heavyweight title, like it's like a fusion of that, and it looks great. I was like, yo, this is a fucking good looking belt, like, holy crap! Like, this is this is what we need right here. This is this is, this is how this is how a belt should look like, and it's funny. Bret Hart introduced the, the belt. <laughs> You know, I don't want to get you know sidetracked, but he introduced that belt at Double or Nothing, and McFoley introduced the twenty four seven title. Yeah, day and night. And it's like Jesus Christ. I feel sorry for McFoley, but yeah, like you know, they're like it's going to take time, of course. And this is why leading up to the or Nothing, and then leading up to the TV deal and All Out, they had to bring in new people. Like one of the things that I didn't like, and it was kind of puzzling. Is that when they were promoting *The or Nothing*, like it, it wasn't? They didn't have like, oh, like wrestling or who who, who are these people on this poster? Like, well, what is this a wrestling show? Is it a, is it a, you know, a, a, what is it? Like, it, it's you gotta put the advertisement out there. You gotta you, you gotta make sure that people know what they're tuned into. Mm-hmm. You can't just assume. And again, it goes to the fact that they think that oh, people should know what it is and you know gotta be gotta be a part of the secret club is like no you you have to you want to bring in new viewers right you have to bring you got to bring in uh new eyes to the product and how you do that is you make sure that you tell people what what is you're selling you gotta you can't be Uh, you can't have the assumption that people will know that you're trying to placate, you can't placate to the the audience that you already have. you got to get new people, new eyeballs, you know, glued into the product. So they need to do a better job with uh, with advertising that aspect and just grabbing new audiences and and new people to the product and not just having the people that are already tuning in and once they do that, they'll be fine. Because we want this to succeed. You know, we, we want it to succeed. We we can't, you know, they, they can't just uh continue. You know, they, they just can't continue doing this expecting that people will know. And I hope they do well. I, I well on my heart, I sincerely do. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: me too. Anything else you wanna add really quick?
0: Um no, that's uh that's pretty much it. I'm just uh, I'll just say uh, that, yeah, like I agree, I agree with you. But like I said, I'm just I'm being optimistic because I feel like, you know, they had to put out a, a show, and I get, you know, you want to bring in new audiences, but I'm waiting for the the actual TV show to see what they do to bring in new audiences, and yeah. uh, that's it.
1: Okay. Right, so that being said, we can move on to. uh... We can definitely move on to. uh, Hmm. Yeah, we we can definitely move on to. uh, Mister. Yeah, we can move on to Mister. Moxley. Also, um. Uh, before I before I move on to that, like, yeah, like. Uh, Cody and Dustin, good match. Uh, good psychology, good, you know, just good, uh, you know, um, in ring. Uh, I-, I like the match. It just, uh, like, it was just like, like the whole thing all like that. There, there. While I like the story, I like the build and the psychology, it's like weird that they just beat the holy hell out of each other. <laughs> yeah. You know, Cody used his wife Brandy to spear, you know, Dustin. Yeah, it was good. Uh, and kick him in in the nuts and everything, and then oh, like you're my brother. like they they could have like slowed it down, but I understand they needed that moment, so it's it's fine. But they definitely should, you know, play that off, like you know, the whole brother thing. They should definitely play that off and long-term story because they when they were in new japan and in RRH they had like you know especially with being the elite like i love i love how they they had the story the storylines done for a year like over the course of six months a year and it paid off yeah and um i want more of that um but yeah like the three matches you know the 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 awa world tag team title match with the young bucks and the, the lucha bros uh cody and dustin and omega and chris Jericho, and the, the debut of uh john moxley like mm-hmm. like the crowd was going insane or going ape shit uh like i'm glad he he's you know he's an AEW. i'm glad that he's you know just free and he's happy and he's more content and because all like money and everything like yeah. It doesn't matter, Vince. Like for for like us, okay. Like we'll we'll like do a, a three year contract for you know for like two hundred two hundred grand or whatever. But for him, he was getting offered like millions of dollars. This thing it was like nope. like I'm, I'm like he said in in the podcast and you know good segue. He he basically had he has you know his truck paid for his house paid for his mother's house paid for. Know that, you know, he manages money well, so he doesn't need more money. Yeah. Like what he's gonna do with more money? He already has it, you know. Maybe to leave behind for for you know is, uh when he eventually has uh kids and whatnot when he wants to retire. But for now, he's good. Mm-hmm. He's doing good. He like, he doesn't need any more. And just just for. Just for him being AEW and his debut soon, I can't wait. I mean, obviously you can't wait. And I hope that with him and inclusion of other talent as the months uh, pass along that we, you know, we'll get a a good product. And we got Chris Jericho, we got um, veterans in, in the home, you know, got Dean Malenko, we got Billy Gunn. So I, I can't wait. And I want them to do good. That's why we're, you know, I gave my critiques. I gave my 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 frustrations on it because I want this to succeed. I yeah. want an alternative. Like, I don't want to, uh, like, I don't watch Raw and SmackDown. I, I want, and there's others, you know, there's NXT, there's, there's uh, Impact, there's ROH, there's New Japan. You know, I, I used to watch Lucha Underground like crazy, but now that, that's in limbo. That's dumb. So, and that was different for what it was it was a different it was something different the Talk is Jericho podcast with the emancipation of John Moxley and I know you listen to it I listen to it you know I had downtime at work uh, to listen to the podcast and I was like like holy crap like all you here oh this, this is good shit this is good shit this is, this is all you here like and it, it, when you when you hear that like, again, we talked about some talked about this at the start of the podcast. It, it is it is a clear indication that Vince is just he's he's out of it, like out of touch, and we're idiots for not understanding his genius. Because if he keeps repeating it over and over again, then that means that yeah, like it's it, it's got to be true. Like mm-hmm. he po- he probably has to say. To himself, so many times, so you know, he can actually believe it because to talk about pooper scoopers and and you know, the whole uh, uh, you know, the, the whole bit with the, the gas mask and and the whole leukemia bit with Roman Reigns, like it, it's crazy. Like, I right there, if I if I mean you, we were at a wrestling company and you know, you had leukemia, and I had to like bring it up in a promo and it's a real, and you have, it. it's not like a shoot or anything. You have it. Yeah. You know, you, you have this disease and I got to go and talk about it. And even if they were cool about it, you know, you were cool about it and it's fucking disgraceful. And you know, Susan G Coleman, their sponsor, like they, they're affiliated with WWE. How in the fuck are you going to have a sponsor? That's, you know, for fighting and doing research on on cancer and finding a cure and whatnot. And you're on the other side, on the flip side, making fun of it. I'm like, holy crap, like, that doesn't make any sense. Like,
0: because it's because they're that company is just so like they, they're so oblivious to their own bullshit. Like they're so oblivious. Like you hold people hostage, but then say be be a star, don't be a bully. But then <laughs> you hold, you're holding people that genuinely want to leave a company. You're holding them hostage, and then you're you're basically you bully them when you don't get when you treat them like crap. When you when you t- you know guys like Luke Harper, who Vince has told he doesn't like. I don't like you, so you're never gonna go anywhere. You're never gonna become anything. So I'm gonna pay you. To stay in the back and not appear on TV because I don't like you.
1: Yep. Like you're. That, he doesn't do. He doesn't have a southern accent. He he can't pull off a southern accent.
0: A guy from Albany can't can't cut a um you know can't make a a southern a southern accent uh southern accident my bad yeah. southern <laughs> accent, but yeah like it, it, you're this this whole be a star crap man like it's so stupid and then you have Stephanie McMahon who thankfully hasn't been on TV uh, for a long time now a few months but. Be a star, be a star. You see I have these campaigns. But then on TV, she's berating all the talent, treating all the talent like crap. And I get it. It's a character. But if, if she's going to be the one that's going to be the character that's doing the bullying, why is she also being a spokesperson for this be a star stuff? Why am I seeing her saying don't bully? But then on TV, pushing her weight around and, and you know, smacking, smacking all the talent, men yep. and women. Yep. And no one's getting a rebuttal.
1: And I mean, I, w- I would like for her to pull, you know, pull her rate, her weight around, but in a certain, uh, certain way, certain oh, fashion with, with movements and, you know, less article of clothing. But, you know, we can't have what we want, unfortunately. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it, but... I'm pretty
0: sure you and Laura Sullivan would like that.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, at, not at the same time. Like, I'm not, like... I'm on. I only do the you know the pyramid with like uh like <laughs> someone I trust. The I, I Eiffel Tower. Yeah, the, the Eiffel Tower, the pyramid. Like now with him, I'm sorry. <laughs> Even though I, I lo- he's from Colorado, I, I went to Colorado for vacation. I love it. Uh, beautiful, you know, beautiful place. low the mountains, fresh air. Because you know when you're in New York, you you're you breathing fucking you know just polluted air, but. I, I just can't. I, not, not with him. Like, it will be someone that I, I trust. Like you know, I, not not with him. He'll probably just you know squeeze me into a ball, and <laughs> you know before he he tried to squeeze Paul Levesque into a fucking ball, but you know uh, Triple H has the the barian power, so like you know that won't happen. But. It'll still be cool to, you know, have Stephanie, you know, push and pull her weight around. You know, you catch my drift. But it, it's like no one gets their comeuppings. Yeah. Like, when it does, when it comes to her, no one gets their comeuppings. Like you gotta eat it. You gotta eat shit and love the taste of it. And if you don't, then we're gonna just, you know, push it down more. Just push it down more repeatedly and repeatedly because. We, you know, we, we gotta, we, you know, we just gotta p- put people online. line. Yeah. We gotta put people online line because we we're in control. We're the boss. You gotta do what we say. You know, this is WWE, you know, you cannot be bigger than WWE. And if you are, then we're going to stifle you. We're going to pull you down. We're going to destroy you. Like the mentality is if, you know, we can't have you, then no one can in WWE and with John, he saw how, you know, just how it was just to get ideas to Vince, yeah. just how how a hassle was. You got to, you got to essentially, you know, go behind them. You got to make sure that scripts doesn't, you know, promos and scripts doesn't get to Vince and, you know, especially with the whole pooper scooper line that's <laughs> fucking embarrassing. Like you, you wanna you're 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 a wrestler, you cut promos, and yeah when eventually the the face gets you know, gets gets their the revenge on, on the hill and the hill gets his comeuppings and they get embarrassed, it's it's, it's not embarrassing in fact because it's it's okay, like it's part of the story. Eventually the bad guy is gonna get, you know, his ass kicked or get his or hers and that's how it is like when embarrassing moments happen is not embarrassing but when you have to say stuff like that it's fucking embarrassing you know that that's not what people sign up for and to just having to to duck and dodge and then when you got the memo from Vince, all oh, like that you got to say the promo the promos for Batum, like they were written yeah uh, don't don't go behind it's like the fuck like it's how tough. and then And then when they're told all like, you know, you know, like Vince was saying in the Stone Cold podcast, oh, well, you know, people got to step up. They got to they got to they got to show that they can that they can do it. They can hang essentially like show me your best. And then when they try to. Oh, no, no,
0: no. Well, you can't
1: just just we're bury you. Like it's so hypocritical that on one hand they they tell people all that you gotta you gotta make sure you do your best to get yourself over. But then when you do and because it's not a part of their plan, then they're gonna do everything in their power to stifle you and to bury you. And it's like it's so hypocritical.
0: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. You know, and and I I mean I'm glad Ambrose opened up eyes with this and ears with this podcast, but this has been going on for a while. Yeah, I wasn't too shocked when the stuff he said. It didn't really shock me. I was like, yeah, this this, this is WWE. Like, yeah. the That company want they want who they want to get over. Yeah. They 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 tell people, oh, you can you know, give us ideas. We like when you say this or that. You come up to them with ideas and they shoot it down. You know, the people that they want to get over, they'll give them a thousand chances. But the other people who come up with ideas for themselves and for things to do they'll just keep shutting them down and then, you know, get mad when you want to leave. Oh yeah. No. And that, and that's, it's that company, man. They've, they've always been like that, you know, and it's, it's a shame. They want who they want to get over. That's all it is. That's all it comes down to whoever they want, whoever is their golden boy or golden girl. They'll always make sure they have stuff written for them. Stuff, you know, done for them. I remember even back in, I remember in the, in the mid two thousands, Paul Heyman would say, um, Paul him did a shoot interview. Yes, I think it was with Stone Cold, and he was saying how, um, you know, when he was working, when he was the head creative of SmackDown, and um, you know, when he was, oh, was he creative of SmackDown? It was, it was no, it wasn't him. My bad. It was Pritchard said it. Pritchard basically said from that mid two thousands period, you yeah. know, when when um, Cena became the top guy, when they would have the meetings, the, us all Vince would say is, "What do we have for Cena?" He never yeah. said, oh, "What do we have for." This guy or for that guy or this, this mid-card group, what do we have for this guy? It was, no, what do we have for Cena? Yes. And then everybody said, oh, we can do this promo or this feud or this and that. And then it's like, okay, uh, he doesn't care about nothing else. He just cares about what do you have for Cena, Cena excuse me. And I'm pretty sure the same goes now. What do you have for, for Reigns and or probably Charlotte and probably the other few people that he, you know, that he wants to get over, you know? Yeah. And um and it's it's just just how it is, man. I, that's that's how that company has always been, and unfortunately, it's it's never gonna change because that man, like Ambrose said, it, excuse me, Moxley said, uh, he's gonna yep. die in the chair. He's not stepping down.
1: Yep, that guy's not stepping down at all. He's definitely gonna die in the chair. He he, there's no there's no signs of him leaving or stepping down. Like he he will die in that fucking chair in Stanford, Connecticut, or. In, in the gorilla position or whatever, he's no—he's not leaving, at all. He—he's—he's he's there. He's a lifer, as a, uh, as they say. And like, also people like WWE talent are waiting. They you are know, waiting, like once their contract, uh, once the contract uh is up, they cannot wait to do their own version. Uh, you know the podcast they go yeah. and just tell it all, of course, and I cannot wait for the revival and e c three you know also speaking of e c three he uh john he brought up when you know, the whole uh bit with john moxley yeah yeah I mean, with, with um excuse me e c three when they had that fifty fifty booking and he was already on his way out and you know they they knew he was leaving and whatnot. And they, 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 you know, they buried EC3. Like, why? Like, and, you know, we were fans of the EC3. Big fans oh, of
0: EC3. EC3, yeah.
1: And just for him to be just buried like that, you know, he got a win over Dean Ambrose. And then Dean got his win back. And then after that, it was just been downhill. Got destroyed by Braun Strowman. And then ever since then, he's been banished to catering. And now he's running around for the, the fucking uh, 24-7 title. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just a waste of, of talent. And of He could be doing so much more. And you will think that, hey, how he looks like, you know, chiseled, has a look tall, you know, ladies' man.
0: Yeah, he's he 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 has Vince McMahon's like if you look at him, you would think, okay, this guy Vince will love this guy. Look at him. Yes. You know, and you know, that doesn't seem to be the case.
1: Nope. And and it, it just baffles my mind that and again, this is all things that we that we know that was going on, but it just took someone to come out and say on the podcast. And people, you know, people were were just just clamoring out the bit like, oh my God, it's crazy, like you know, this is basically what we talked about. And again, promos, ridiculous promos, even the the sucker and shuckatize a oh, bit. Like cool. Roman, Roman was like, yo, like I don't want to do this. This sounds stupid, and he was trying to tell people like, oh, like what should I do, uh, blah blah blah. And it's like, oh, like for people giving Roman Reigns slack, that was not his. That was not his doing. Yeah, of course. It's, it's either it's either he says it or he just fucking fired. Yeah, you know, and and this and and this doesn't matter if you're lower the card, if you're in the middle, or if you're in the main event. Like you, you're gonna go through two. it too, and it's just it's just insane man like this podcast has been uh, it's number one it is number one and in 36 hours within 10 hours it became the most downloaded episode of the show within 10 hours and then in 36 hours it doubled the previous number one episode and it had I mentioned earlier It had over eight hundred thousand downloads. Wow! So you know when there's a good shoot interview, and it wasn't, oh fuck WWE, they can suck big cocks. No, it was more of telling of the creative process and things that we knew, Mm -hmm. but just took someone that was from the on the inside, that was a top star, that was you know, you know on the top that. Spill the beans of the creative process and the stuff that we knew, and to have it confirmed is like, yeah, like there's something really wrong here. People are unhappy. Like we we have ideas. We bring them bring them up to the table. We bring them up to the big man, and it's like, no, like he wants this comedy, hokey shit, when it doesn't matter. You can there's moments where you can be funny, and have a good punchline, and you know have a good come back and rebuttal and whatnot. But when it just comes to just doing funny shit, just for doing funny shit, it's like, no, like the whole wacky Dean bit, he yes. even acknowledged it. It was a fourth wall breaking. He even acknowledged uh wacky Dean. And he said, well, at least when it was, when I was a babyface, it wasn't that bad because they forgive me, but it yeah. didn't work when, when I was a heel. Well, you know, when he was a bad guy, it didn't work. And it's like, yeah, like he knew it. And just to, you know, when he was on his way back, you know, he was injured, he was just, uh, just out of it. He was sore, he was exhausted, and he he was on his way back. He was done recovering, and they told him all like, you know, you coming back, and he just shook the bed with that. Like oh like uh yeah, he said he didn't even want to
0: look at his contract yeah
1: he's leaving yeah like he came back in july he was like yep i'm 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 out of here just gotta wait i gotta wait a few weeks <clears throat> i gotta wait a few weeks all right no biggie i just write it out i keep my head down if i got a job i job if i gotta do this i will do it but i just keep my head down yeah because he knew he knew when it was like that point like fuck it like i i took some time off you know to deal with an injury recuperated or refresh. i want to do i want to go back to what i love doing you know had some time off i'm back and it's like oh like yeah like yeah like hey 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 Dean, hey, we, we you know you're coming back and prom, of course empty promises a lot of bullshit didn't Didn't come to fruition. It was like I'm done. I I'm fucking done. And it's it's just a it's a shame, man. Like you you try to do what you love and you get stifled. You get you know creatively stifled. And you gotta jump through hoops. You gotta go behind the boss's back and make sure things don't the final print doesn't go to the boss or else you gotta say shit like. A uh, pooper scooper, hmm. and uh, it's oh god. Like I feel bad. I feel I feel bad for not only Dean, well John, but you know everyone else. Like the yeah. people that are still there. Like it, it's it, it's bullshit.
0: Th- think of it this way: he left on top, right? Yes. And And I don't mean on top in in terms of like the card, because you know he he was kind of just doing some mid card stuff. But I mean on top in terms of. He was featured heavily. Yes. He is he was one of the guys that was making two million a year, making a ton of money. Merchandise, he was, you know, the shield was is always going to be a popular thing. Uh, and if for him to be a guy that quote unquote could have been given the world, because you have people saying, Oh, he made all this money and this, this, and that, for, for him to do all that and he st- you know his met his wife, and for him to do all that and still be like, nah, I'm good. I'm out. Yep. That, that goes to show you that you got people there that are probably not that are not as financially stable as him. That's probably making one fourth of what he's making or less. And they come up with cool ideas. And every Monday, those cool ideas are shut down. So just imagine that for him to feel that way and to, and then to be fed fed crap versus people that are making less money than him yep. who might have more expensive more expenses than him, and more to worry about because hey, they're making less money, so when they buy other things, when they buy stuff, they're not like him, he could just kind of you know he can fall back on it he has he's, he makes you know a ton of money and he saved a lot of money yep. so you gotta just take that into account if he's feeling this way, what about all the catering guys? What about the guys who were top guys in NXT who got over in NXT, Who whether they cut promos, whether it was a character, whether it was the matches, whether it was something about them, the storytelling that got over in NXT that came out to the main roster that's doing nothing. What about those guys? Those guys got to be just as mad. Then You got the catering guys. Then you got the other women that haven't been featured heavily. Then you got the guys that came from other companies like Impact, like uh, New Japan. You know, ROH, people like that that came over here and did not do anything. So this, you know, I, I remember hearing that there's reports that, oh, this, you know, morale is low. And I'm yeah. like, I'm positive it is. This has to be the worst morale in company history. Yes. This has to be. The only time, the only thing that could probably compete with this is maybe uh, when, uh, when when the invasion angle first happened. Because it was like a legit rivalry. Because yeah. You know, here's WCW guys who try to put us out of business. Now they're working for us. I'm not putting those guys over, you know, and and there was a mentality like that. But morale and and overall, like we we hear reports every day that this person wants to leave. Jericho saying that people are lined up waiting to have their version of the podcast. Then you got people writing cryptic messages on Twitter. Oh, my contract expires. You got Sasha Banks walking out. You got people asking for their releases. You got people liking statuses about wrestlers, about maybe themselves not being used right. There, there is something going on, and, and this company is going to just keep pretending to ignore it. They're going to keep pretending to ignore it, and they're going to keep holding these people hostage. So the best thing you could do is what Ambrose did and just ride your contract out. Just ride your contract out. Hopefully you didn't sign some ridiculous five-year deal where you're going to be there for the next, you know, until 2020, uh, 2024. Hopefully you didn't do that. Hopefully you you have a few months left or you have a year left. Just ride your contract out and you're weighing your options. You have a few wrestling places with AEW coming up. You have New Japan still. You have ROH. You have regular Indies. You have the UK Indies, which is still doing their thing. If if you really are about this business and you love this business, you will find work.
1: Yes. You got to be oh. about it if you start that passion for it. And yeah, understandably, when you've been, like, you know, for example, you know, a little bit of real life. Like, I worked at the same job for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, was like, yeah, like, I can come in, you know, got this job. I can, you know, work my way up and learn learn the business, you know, get comfortable with everything and and, and uh talk and open up and, and learn the ropes. And then as time went along, that slowly, slowly just my demeanor changed or my outlook changed. I was promised stuff that wasn't delivered. I tried giving ideas to, to make productivity better. I did want to be, you know, upper management. Mm-hmm. Work, I worked hard. I try to work my way up and nothing. Yeah. And they they put others that necessarily didn't, you know, that didn't deserve it or they was just, you know, they had you know, nepotism on their side. And it's fine. So what I did was, you know, of course, I, I complained because the amount of work that you've done and anyone, anyone that's been at a place, a job and hey, it's called a job for a reason, but you want to be rewarded for your job when you course. put it and you don't get anything in return. You get all these empty promises. They don't deliver. And then what you do is you leave. I got to do I got to do better and add to yeah. adjust. Add to essentially adjust to uh, just set working nights. You know, afternoons, nights. Now I work in the morning. I get up. I do uh, morning shifts, and I'm out by by the evening. I'm, I'm out usually when I'm in the thick of of working of my shift of my my old job. Yeah. So it's getting a bit of it's getting bit getting used to. There's times I'm like, man, like it'll, it'll be good to go back, but you just gotta have that mental fortitude because it's easy. All oh, like you got easy money there in WWE. You got easy, you know, like yeah, it's a lot of work, but you get guaranteed money versus an in the indies. Like it's not, you're not sure, it's uncertain. And, you know, it's it's more, you're more comfortable. Like, you, you can yeah. put up with the bullshit because it's comfortable. Like you, you have a, com- a comfort level yep yeah, yeah and that's, that's how true. a lot of people are that's how a lot of people are when it comes to you know being in, in the w w e they they've they're able to put up with it because it's it's comfortable they have guaranteed money and a lot of times they don't have to do much because they're in catering <laughs> they <laughs> yeah. got a job they got a, they got a job every week or they stay out in catering or they have to do some hokey and but they get paid they get guaranteed a hundred k hundred and twenty k hundred and fifty k that that's great. I don't mind traveling. I love to travel. If I can get paid to travel and sit and and, and catering and go to the gym and, you know, and work out and, and chill, I'll, I'll – well, not chill, but, you know, just – Yeah.
0: Now i gotta do you. it.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'll do yeah, it. But,
0: I, I'd do it in a heartbeat too. It'd be better yeah. than what I'm doing now. But I, but in, in my same uh, vein, you know, these – these are people that grew up wanting to be wrestlers. These are people who grew up wanting to be top stars, you know, and and it's unfortunate for them. I'm, I'm Joe Schmo. I love wrestling. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I would, if someone offered me that type of money, Hey man, we'll we'll pay you half a million and sit in catering. Maybe we'll use you every once in a while. Just stay fit. And I could travel the world. I'll do that. But at the same time, as much as a huge wrestling fan I was, I wasn't those people that grew up wanting to main event WrestleMania. I wasn't those people who grew up wanting to uh, be this big star and to become the next Hogan, become the next Macho Man, become the next Bruno, become the next Austin, you know, or even Cena. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't that guy. So that's fine with me. But the people that wanted this and wanted to become more than this, it's unfortunate for them that they have to settle for this.
1: Yeah. It's it's a fucking shame. Like, people that want it is the same. It's the same vein on my end. Like, I wanted this. I wanted to become, <coughs> I wanted to become upper, you know, being upper management yeah. position. I wanted, you know, to work hard. I didn't mind putting my body through the ringer. that that meant that I would get, you know, benefits and, and shit like that and uh, better pay. But, it's just unfortunate that people that didn't want, it, and I had people tell me, "Hey, like, you know, I was told I gotta I'm being trained for this, but you know, I don't want to do it." And I'm like, "What? Like, like yeah, like it's crazy. Like they, they told me I gotta do this, I gotta train for this, so I don't want to do it." And like, and there's people here that want it, that they want to do it, or they know how to do it. Yeah, and that, and I, and that's just the, the funny thing about life is life. Even though we, you know, we deal with bullshit in life, sometimes you gotta just stand in awe of how ironic and beautiful life can be when you have people that don't want to do shit they get they get those perks and people that want to do it they have their, their heart and their mind and their body and their soul into into what they like into their passion, and like nope, they look the other way mm-hmm. and it's just a telling sign that when people's contracts uh run out. Or if, uh, you know, they tack on months in people's contracts for, uh, you know, for being injured or, or being out, because mm-hmm. they've done that. Luke Carper, the Revival, so they, they, they will definitely do that shit. Like, WWE is petty like that. Yeah, they are. You know, we we waste everybody is petty as hell, and they will definitely waste everyone and waste money because they got that sweet oh so sweet Saudi money thanks Ron for being for being on uh, today on this uh, stormy Sunday afternoon Sunday evening Uh, yeah like I I appreciate you and where can lovely folks listening to this can find you
0: Uh, so you guys can find your boy on twitter uh, at Romulus, that's R O M U L U S underscore himself. That is me. That is a funny looking picture of me. I post dank memes. I post uh, po- political. So I'm just kind I, I don't do that stupid. let <laughs> anybody post politics on on social media. But uh you can follow me there on Twitter where I post and share a bunch of different things. Um, I, as well as I'm always talking about and promoting my stream on twitch um i i stream from time to time usually every week on twitch if you're into gaming if you're into having a good time if you're into just listening to music and hanging out and, and laughing and stuff definitely give your boy a follow on twitch that is uh twitch.tv slash rome capital r-o-m-e underscore himself so twitter is romulus him, underscore himself and twitch is rome underscore himself and, that, and you can pretty much find me on both of those and uh Thank you, thank you all just for listening to this, and thank you all for if you do come over to my stream or to my Twitter. Thanks in advance for the follows. I appreciate it.
1: Oh, you're welcome, and I'll, I'll try to get like little like advertisements going. Like I, I definitely want to do that in the future, where like like in I have certain commercial breaks, and I'll have like uh, me promoting you know my stuff and you promoting your stuff and me as well. And in the future, I really, I really want to do like a, a call to action or like a like a pay for type of thing where I'll promote people because I think that to to just to help us get to, you know, just promote our stuff and and to just find diamonds in the rough. So that that would be a cool thing to do in, you know, on this podcast. So, yeah, like you can follow Rome on Twitter, go to his Twitch. And for me, my website, com. that is R-U-B-E-N-P-R-I-M-E-TV.com. There you can find my links to my social media, as well as links to my uh, various Smokers Board helpings of podcasts hosting sites such as SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And you know, a lot of options there. If you don't want to listen on one, you can listen to the other. And also I have uh links and spotlights on different podcasts episodes that I've done. Uh and like this week I did a I did a tech TV podcast as well as a sex and a relationship talk podcast with a close friend of mine. Uh, yes, she's a girl. So it's good to have that that woman's perspective, that woman's take on, on things. So, you know, we, we guys, we can we can talk, but it's good to have that, that woman's perspective, you know, that flavor. And I hope you guys will check uh, Rome out on Twitch. Check his Twitter out. And as well as check my website, check my, my podcast and as well as guys, please make sure that you, uh, on iTunes, on all the other podcast hosting sites to, uh, share, share it, leave a review and subscribe because any any reviews help, especially on iTunes. Like I I need it. <laughs> I definitely need it. So uh many thanks in advance for that. You know, likes, reviews and subscriptions. And leave a comment. Tell me if I suck tell me if I'm you know, if I need to improve on this, if I need to improve on that. So yeah, I guess that's, you know, all the the shilling and the plugging for now so yeah I'm gonna shut the hell up now get this bit recorded out for you and with that being said for myself Ruben Prime and Rome himself this has been another episode of and Rome wrestling Podcast some R and R on this Sunday afternoon. That being said I will zip it and get this bit recorded for you. So I bid you adieu and farewell. Good night,